Nothing is gonna happen to you outside of what God allows for your good and for His glory. If we can remember that in the middle of a trial, we're gonna be okay. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Hi, this is Pastor Jim Scudder, and you're listening to In Grace. Today, we're going to continue a message that is titled, His Magnificent Prayer for Us. And we're in our series, The Story of Jesus, The Life of Christ, and we're in John chapter 17, and looking at this incredible high priestly prayer of Christ for us. And it's incredible. Where we broke off yesterday, it was in John 17, 6, where he says, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Who were those men? Well, those were the disciples. Now, does that mean that God pre-selected them for salvation? No, that's available to anybody. But he did pre-select them for service, and God gave this group of men to Christ. And and they're manifesting the name of the Father. That's why we're here. That's what we're supposed to be doing is bringing glory to the God of all glory. And then Jesus says, thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Which is really amazing to me because so far as we've studied the life of Christ, we've seen his followers messing up a lot. (laughs) But this shows us that God is a God of grace, truly. Even in our failures, even in our faults, Jesus is still complimenting them. And so there's hope for me and there's hope for for you as well in the area of serving the Lord. Uh, So we'll get into that in just a moment. But right before we do, let me tell you that we have a really neat special guest coming to our area. Now, you're listening all over the country and all over the world. So I know many of you don't live where I do, but in the Chicago area or Milwaukee area, uh, a lot of you have visited us at the Quentin Road Baptist Church. We're in the northwest suburb of Lake Zurich, Illinois. We're going to be having the Honorable Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. He'll be coming to speak. We're going to film a In Grace episode on stage on Sunday, March 12th, and you're invited. There are free tickets. You can find out more information at ingraceradio.com and uh, come hear this this amazing man that was so uh, used of God to help uh, Israel create peace with some of its neighbors with the Abraham Accords and uh, really enjoy hearing his testimony. He knows Jesus Christ and Uh, has a a testimony for him. And so if you'd like to meet and hear from Mike Pompeo, you can check out the details at ingraceradio.com. And then all the rest of you that can't come, we're going to be featuring the interview for you on television and radio. Speaking of television... Don't forget, In Grace is also a television show. You can watch us every Wednesday on TBN, Wednesday nights, or you can watch us anytime for free on YouTube. Search for In Grace and then subscribe to the YouTube In Grace channel. I am the light of the world. Remember the seven I am statements. I am the door of the sheepfold. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the good shepherd. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. So now we know so much more about I am because Jesus manifested the name of his father. And as he's praying, he's praying these things about what he did. And and that should encourage us to manifest the name of God, to show the world, the lost world, about God by the way we live, by the way we talk. We should also manifest, elevate the name of God. 
and help people learn about him and know what he's about. And it talks about, you gave me these men in the world and they have kept thy word. Now, isn't that incredible? I mean, these guys had failed a lot already, right? They had misspoken. They didn't have faith. They were arguing about who's going to be the best, you know, who's going to have the right seat in the kingdom, you know, all of these things. They had been failure after failure after failure. But here Jesus commends them. They've kept thy word. Doesn't that kind of give us some hope as we fail, as we mess up, that God doesn't, you know, forget that. No, he's gracious. He's good. Okay? Jesus manifested what God is like. In John 17, verse 7, it says, Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are thine. So the disciples have learned some things, okay? That God gave his son these things, and the son has given the disciple these things. For I have given unto them, verse 8, the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them. And have known surely that I came out from thee. And they have believed that thou didst sent me. He's probably stopped here uh, somewhere in the city of Jerusalem. And his disciples, the eleven, are standing around him. Maybe it's getting dark. Maybe the sun is setting. I can just imagine that, what that would look like with the temple in the background. And he's praying these prayers and he's talking about them. And he's encouraging them. He's thanking God for them. And he says, verse 9, I pray for them. I pray not for the world. This wasn't a prayer for the lost. This isn't a prayer for the world. This is a specific prayer for his disciples and then soon us. But for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine. You see the unity? You see how if you belong to the Father, you belong to the Son. If you belong to the Son, you belong to the Father. You're in the hand of God if you've received by faith Jesus. And no one can pluck you out of the Father's hand. All are mine, and all are thine. Look at verse 11. As now Jesus is praying not only for their protection, but now he's praying for their unity. It's so easy for us to start to get upset with each other. We cannot let that happen. Why? Because we have a work to do, and we cannot waste time arguing about things that don't really matter. Okay, this is unity. This is Jesus praying for his disciples to be unified, John 17, 11. And now I am no more in the world. So he's about to leave. He's about to be crucified. But these are in the world, his disciples. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one. Do you see that? You have 11. There would be another one added to that number, 12 again that they would be one, that we would think like each other, that we would serve like each other. And, and I love that about this church. 50 and a half years, we've had an incredibly unified church. I mean, it's hard to believe. As I explain this church to other pastors, they just can't believe it. Like, well, how do you, I don't know, but God has given us that, that one gift, that amazing gift of unity, and I think it's because we're all so excited about the gospel and we want to reach the world. We haven't let petty things disrupt that. 
Okay, that's how I feel about this ministry, and I, and, I, and I wish other churches had that. I don't know why they don't, but, but God has, has allowed us to have that, that they might be one. And, and what else does he say? He says, as we are one at the end of verse 11. So the way we get along with each other is reflective of God's perfect unity, the three in one. That's why it's so important that we're all on the same page and we're working together to accomplish what God has for us. And this is Jesus' prayer for his disciples. Verse 12, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost. But the son of perdition, this is reference to Judas Iscariot, never saved, never a believer. He acted like he was, and there's always a chance that there are people, even in our midst, that are pretending. They're here for some other reason. They're not really into any of this. Maybe it's a, a place to go. Maybe it's you want, looking for friends. I don't know. But there's always a chance of that. So here's my challenge to you. If you're hearing my voice, have you put your faith in Jesus Christ? Do it. Be saved. Let him change you. Let him change you. And of course, Judas Iscariot, it says, the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. It wasn't that God predetermined Judas to betray Jesus but it's that God knew Judas' heart and allowed him to be part of the group and allowed him to betray the Son of God. Can you imagine that? The most awful thing you could ever do is betray Jesus. And that's what Judas did, unfortunately. And the scriptures had predicted it, by the way, that he would be betrayed by a friend. Verse 13. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word. Now this is, this is really important. We're talking about the word, the, the importance of the word. Jesus gave his disciples the word, and the world hateth them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. What does that mean? Well, that means that we should never think of this world as the most important thing. The Bible actually talks about us transiting this world. Have you ever been to an airport, an international airport, and it's a connecting flight between two countries? You ever been in one of those? And you go into what's called a transit area. The transit area means that you're not planning to stay there very long, so you stay within the bubble of security. Of course, they have lots of shopping opportunities for you, which is duty-free, very, very. And I asked my wife, I said, you know, you know if you go buy some of the, these expensive things in this duty-free shop, if, you know, just hypothetical, honey, we're not talking seriously, I said, are you really saving money? Like, is it because you're not paying tax? Is it, is it a good deal? Like, I maybe allow you know, her to buy something small, if like M&Ms or something, if it's a good deal, you know? And she's like, well, a lot of these things are really high-end, you know, jewelry, perfume, whatever, and those usually don't have discounts, right? And you can't just go buy those unless they're knockoffs, of course. So she's telling me that actually it's a pretty good savings. So you're wondering what I, what I let her do? Well, you can ask her. You can ask her. Uh, I, listen, I, I, I won the lottery when I married Karen because she doesn't like to spend a lot of money on stuff. She's a, she's a bargain shopper. Oh, I love that about her. 
I have to, sometimes I have to say, honey, go buy yourself something. So anyways, but the transit area of an airport, you're not planning to stay there. You're not moving there. You're not living. You're not, it's not everything to you. You're just there so you can get on the next flight, right? And so I, I kind of feel like that's how Christians ought to think of this world today, tomorrow, until the Lord takes us home by rapture or death. This is transitory. Don't put the stakes down too deep. As a matter of fact, Abraham lived in tents. He was sojourning in Israel. Now, eventually, God brings in Israel, and that's their land. But that's the analogy. We are citizens of heaven. Okay? So that should be always our focus. That should be our life. And I believe that's what he's talking about here, is the world's hating you, but you're not of the world. Verse 15, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. Listen, we're going to be in the world, but let's not be of the world, and God will protect us. Are you saying, well, that means I'll never have a car accident? I'll never lose a job? I'll never lose a child? I'll never have a divorce? No, it just says Nothing is going to happen to you outside of what God allows for your good and for his glory. If we can remember that in the middle of a trial, we're going to be okay. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. Are you looking for an adventure that will take your breath away? Then check out In Grace's new series, Amazing Arches, that explores the natural beauty of God's creation. From the iconic, delicate arch in Utah to the lesser-known arches in Arizona, Colorado, and Kentucky, this series showcases the stunning diversity of these natural wonders. But it's not just about the scenery. Amazing Arches also features Ph.D. astronomer Dr. Danny Faulkner and Ph.D. geologist Andrew Snelling, who provide fascinating insights into the geology and history of these iconic landmarks. Get your copy of Amazing Arches for a gift of any amount. And when your gift is $25 or more, we'll include the popular video series, Our Awesome Universe, Big Bang or Big God. Call now at 800-78-GRACE or visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. In verse 16, they are not of the world even as I am not of the world. Unity, unity is so critical. So what's one of the things that will fracture unity? Well, I think gossip will. And there was a, a man by the name of Laterno, and he made these big earth-moving machines. And he once remarked that, he said, we used to have, make a scraper known as the Model G. One day, somebody asked our salesman what the G stood for, and the, the salesman was pretty quick with the trigger, and he, he said, I'll tell you, the G stands for gossip. Because like a gossiper, this machine moves a lot of dirt in a short amount of time. A good salesman. But that's what gossip does, right? Backbiting. In Proverbs 6, 16, it says, these six things that the Lord hate. You're like, wow, what are the things the Lord hates? The seven are an abomination in him. A proud look, okay, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. That's a pretty big deal. All those other things were pretty major. So is spreading discord. If you have a problem with someone, what do you do? 
The Bible gives you instructions, Matthew 18, you go to the person. You don't talk about the person, you go to the person. John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Isn't that wonderful? Everything about this book is true. In this world of confusion and spin and, and lies and deceit, we have something that's true and we can, we can live our life based on what this book says. As a matter of fact, we can trust what it says about eternal life. And that's what I love about the scripture. The word has a, a cleansing property. D.L. Moody wrote in the front of his Bible, this book will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from this book. Use the word of God to cleanse you and to keep you pure as you serve him, as you love him. Now, notice what Jesus does not pray for, for us or for his disciples. He does not say, Lord, give them gold. Lord, give them land. Lord, give them houses. Lord, give them applause. Lord, give them positions. He does not pray that for us, so let's remember that when we pray to not necessarily ask for things for us, but let's ask for us to bring him glory. And next, this is the prayer for us, and I love this. This is Jesus praying for you, literally you. John 17, 20 says, Neither pray I for these alone, the disciples, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. So the disciples are gonna bring the word and, and other people will believe and other people will believe and eventually the gospel makes it to us. I don't know how you got saved, but I bet you we can trace the lineage back to the disciples or to what they wrote right? So that's the wonderful thing about the Lord is he's used people to bring you the gospel. Let's thank the Lord for those people that are your fathers in the faith, your grandfathers in the faith, all the way back to the disciples. He's praying for us, the people that will believe because of the disciples. Verse 21, that they all may be one. Jesus is praying for unity for you. For this church, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou gavest me I have given them, and that they may be one, even as we are one. Jesus continues to pray, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them that hast loved me. Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am. Do you know that's going to happen? You will be with Jesus forever and ever and ever. And I hope you're longing for that day. That they may behold my glory. So we haven't seen Jesus in his humanity but we've read about it, we've heard about it, we've imagined it, but can you only imagine what he's gonna look like in his glory? It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. That's gonna be the best part of heaven, by the way. Forget the streets of gold, the mansions, the river of life, all of that. It's all about being with Jesus forever and ever and ever. It's gonna be amazing. Which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundations of the world. Verse 25, O righteous Father. Don't you love that we have a, a father that is right, he's righteous, he's holy, he's pure. 
O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. Jesus prayed for you. His magnificent prayer for us. As I close, let me suggest as we are starting to think about planting gardens, here in Chicago, you have a very short growing season. So hopefully you're gonna plant something that somebody already planted in a greenhouse. But when it's time to plant your garden, I'd like to suggest what you should plant. I would suggest that you plant three rows of squash. Squash gossip, squash criticism, squash indifference. Let me also suggest that you plant three rows of peas. Purity, patience, and perseverance. And then allow me to suggest that you plant three rows of lettuce. Let us stay in the word. Let us not be weary in well-doing. And let us love one another. Jesus prayed for you. It's a masterpiece. It's a magnificent prayer. And I love the fact that this is the real Lord's prayer. The Lord who came to die you say, I, I, I don't know if I can believe in a God because all these bad things that have happened to me. Well, listen, I, I can't explain all the bad things, but I know one thing for sure. Jesus loves you because he died for you, okay? And sometimes we go through things. It's not God's fault. Don't blame God for our fault, our problem, or original sin. But, but sin does separate us from God. God loves us, wants to redeem us, wants to have that fellowship that closeness, but he can't be close to sinners, so he let his son die for our sins. He was perfect. He was innocent. He died a willing sacrifice. He rose again, and he says, if you will simply believe in me, trust in me, you will not perish but have everlasting life. That's John three sixteen. He loves you. He died for you. He rose again. He's alive. If you'll trust in him, you will not perish but have everlasting life. If you've never done that, please do that today. If you would like to talk to someone about eternal life, about salvation, about heaven, then contact us. You can call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, and you can, if it's after hours, leave a voicemail. Uh, or you can go anytime to ingraceradio.com, contact us there. And on our website, ingraceradio.com, you'll find out great information and videos that will really help strengthen you, not only in the area of salvation, but also in the area of serving Jesus Christ. And remembering that he prayed for us, that means all the world to me, and I hope it does to you. Tomorrow on In Grace, we're going to be featuring the final part in a series on these beautiful, amazing arches. And we're going to take you out to see some more of the arches of the West. Uh, some of you have seen them in Moab, Utah, and uh, they are just incredible. So we can't wait to take you back there tomorrow. Don't forget to tune in to our Friday and weekend edition of In Grace. And speaking of amazing arches, we're going to be thanking those of you that support In Grace this month with 
this video either by DVD or digital download for free. And we're going to send it to you as a thank you for your generous gift to In Grace. And then some of you say, hey, if, I, I want to give you a little bit more. I want more people to hear the gospel. And we appreciate that. Uh, we are careful with money. We're part of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. We take it very seriously and we're careful. And so if you want to support us with a gift of $25 or more, we're going to send you a second video called Our Awesome Universe, Big Bang or Big God. By the way, that also features Dr. Danny Faulkner with Answers in Genesis. He's on the Amazing Arches. But uh, the awesome universe, Big Bang or Big God, that's actually his forte. He's a PhD astronomer, and he tells us some incredible things and pictures and videos of the stars, the planets, and space. And so we really would love to get you both of these videos. These will strengthen your faith. You can give them to your grandkids to show them the proofs of God and the gospels in every one of these videos. So contact us today and get that, and we hope you'll do that. Uh, 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Are you looking for an adventure that will take your breath away? Then check out InGrace's new series, Amazing Arches, that explores the natural beauty of God's creation. Get your copy of Amazing Arches for a gift of any amount. And when your gift is $25 or more, we'll include the popular video series, Our Awesome Universe, Big Bang or Big God. Call now at 800-78-GRACE. Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to us at InGrace P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.